La relación se está volviendo tóxica. ¿Y ahora qué mierda hice? No entiendes nada. Ya, yo no puedo. Buscando siempre excusas. Fuck you. Puede que no te haga falta nada. guys thank you for tuning back in it's another saturday it's another episode you know what that means it's life on levels with wes and we are due for another episode and as always as always thank you for tuning in and choosing to listen to life on levels with wes today we're going to be talking about one of the most awaited topics relationships that are toxic toxic relationship as they say in spanish relacion toxica and guys what a Hey, Maze, I don't even know where to start on this thing because, Maze, there's so much. I've learned a lot. Maze, I've learned a lot. You know, we approach toxic relationships from a point of personal experience, but there's a whole actual psychology perspective to it. You know, there's a whole manipulation aspect to it that you wouldn't even believe. People think that relationships are toxic because people are selfish and all that. Yes, that's a reason, but some people actually know what they're doing some people actually manipulate you on purpose and i'll get to that in in uh the later stages of this episode and before that as always you know thank you for listening to for choosing to listen with life on levels with wes y'all are the best and when i say that i actually mean it manze you say manze if i could do a round of applause manze it would be for you a round of applause it would be for you guys because y'all are the absolute best and as always, if you're listening for the first time, welcome to Life on Levels with Wes. If you're here again, if you're part of the gang that always tells me we are waiting to Nangoza, you're telling me can't wait for your next episode, messages of encouragement, critique, and all the other um, things you, you tell me about my episode, man. I'm so appreciative and I can't thank you enough. And as always, thank you and welcome and keep tuning in. So... My podcast is available on Anchor, it's available on Overcast, it's available on Breaker, it's available on uh, Radio Podcast, it's available on Google Podcast, it's available almost everywhere. And if you access my podcast through links, it still works with the links, yeah? All you gotta do is, uh, you click the link and you keep the tab open and every time there's a new episode, you just reload that tab and it's gonna pop up when I upload and when I, there's a new episode due for listening. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm available on all those platforms. I did a little video on it. If you haven't seen it, check out my social media. It's there and uh, it's gonna tell you about a, a thing or two on um, about life on levels. So yeah, guys, thank you so much and without further ado, let's get right into it. And as I was saying, Manze, eh, <laughs> me have learned a lot. No cap. I've learned a lot about this whole diverse spectrum of relationships that are toxic. And like I've always said, at some point in time with all these people who are sharing their stories with me and telling me, some of them, of course, didn't want didn't want their stories to feature on the episode because they feel it's a little too personal for them. And I understand that. Here on Life on Levels, we never post something without someone's consent, like a personal story of someone else, unless they allow us to do so. So... Uh, we gotta respect people's privacy and but nonetheless these people engaged me and they told me things about toxic relationships and 
one thing I've learned is that one of the first things that is a problem with toxic relationships is we don't want to sit down and think how our actions affect other people. Like, it's all about me, the world revolves around me, so this person should revolve around me, and that's all you care about, and that's how you end up in a toxic relationship. So, guys, me, I don't even know where to start. But, here's a good place to start. A lot of people sometimes get offended by the things I post on my social media because it's very aggressing to one side and you are likely to have a perception about it. But Unafo realized that some of these things come from a point of experience. So last week, last week I posted something on my status and I said most women have Stockholm Syndrome. Alright? Anybody who's familiar with you understand Stockholm Syndrome. But for the people who might be unfamiliar with it, uh, let me explain. Stockholm Syndrome is where um, a person, not necessarily a woman, a person develops feelings of attachment to their aggressor. Like a person is manipulating you, controlling you, beating you up, but you develop feelings for them. Stockholm Syndrome um, interpreted by different scientists and different factions of scientists as survival mechanism. Like unafanya evil, instead of fighting too hard to survive, you just go with the flow. And this forms the basis of our topic today, toxic relationships. Because this is one of the key components of toxic relationships. Sometimes people, you over-rationalize in your mind. You over-rationalize things in your mind to make you accept the situation you are in. And that situation in this case is a toxic relationship. So, as I was listening to stories about Wengi Manze, I realized most of us have been in a, some kind of a toxic relationship. Yani. Doesn't necessarily have to be physical abuse. But Wengi Wetu We've been in some cycle of toxic in one or the other. And that's why I realized today, I'm going to give you signs to see kama ukokwa. You've been or you are in or you know someone who is in a toxic situation. Because these signs, a lot of them, a lot of them are usually general for most toxic relationships. So, my guys, if you need a pen, if you need to write it down, this is the first part you need to write it down. Like up and down and but if you think this is good enough, you just share the episode, that's cool as well. So without further ado, the first thing is exes. Best believe that's a problem. And most of this most of the time, well, worst case scenario, the ex is still present in your life and you're competing with your partner's ex for their attention. That's the worst case scenario. But also equally bad is the ex is influencing your relationship and they are not even in the relationship, which means the person you're dealing with has not moved on. Manze, like at a time, two, um, to an act some type of way because alifanyi wa ABCD na ex. And don't get me wrong, once beaten, twice shy. Like, if I've been, if I've been lied to and you lie to me, I'm entitled to give a reaction to your lie because of once beaten, twice shy. But kama kila saa ati, 
I just show up at your place or I just do things and blame it on my ex. Hey, that's a red flag. That's a first sign of toxic relationship. And imagine, let me let me give you all a situation, man. Don't ever accept to be anybody's emotional tampon. Usi why kubali. Kama mdo anta kunyesha emotions, iwe ni manaume ama iwe ni demo, usi kubali. Especially emotions uh, regarding to do with ex-baggage. Do not accept it. If you're in a relationship or a relation with someone, uko hapo upendwe. Ebu pendeka, by the way. Ebu pendekeni. Shans hapo catch feelings. Mpendwe na mpendeke. Because you cannot be someone's shoulder to cry on because of ex-baggage. I don't mean don't support your partner, but by all means, usibebwe ka mjinga. Tukatai being emotional tampons for people. This applies for both men and women. Hapa siko hapa kusemati stories amadem. But I will explain why I said most women have Stockholm Syndrome as well. Number two. Toxic people are liars. Fuanapenda uongo unnecessarily. Manzi, let me tell you. We like to convince ourselves a lot of things when we are in love with people. Like ni mimi tu sidanganyangui. Umekana ee. Muko kasarani, ama muko wapi. Muko kileleshwa. Anapigua na mtu. For no reason at all. This person is their friend. They have no reason absolutely whatsoever to lie. Anapigua na fikia kee buda ni aze. E umenyamaza sana. Anaulizo uko wapi. And then this man or this chick says. Ati niko buruburu na muko na ye kileleshwa. And they have no reason to lie. And then where you think the day you will ask them where they are, they'll tell you where they are and usidanganyo. <laughs> My friend, that's a red flag. And by all means, don't get me wrong. Personally, I'm not a big fan of lies because lies take more lies to cover up. Like, ukidanganya leo, kesho utafosi udanganya tena ndo ufunike danganya. And if you're with someone who is keen, they just note down wana makingi ni kama register. So the next time you your story may isha and you've forgotten about it, they'll just remind you, but they'll and if your story doesn't match, they know you lie. And at that point, you have to solve issues that happened in 1980. I mean, is it really worth it though? But don't get me wrong, an occasional white lie happens. Sometimes you lie to save your peace. It's okay. But lying unnecessarily and uncalled for, that's a real flag. Number three, pedestalizing someone. Putting someone on a pedestal. Toxic people do that. Eh? Toxic people will make you feel like you are the best, you are the only thing in the world, especially he, manze. What? This one. And this is something that is sort of reverse psychology, you know. They will tell you, say for example, and again I've always said, I'm a man. Hmm? I don't hate on women, by the way. It's just that I am a guy. I will see things from a perspective and the eyes of a man. So, when I say something in relation to women, if you're a woman listening to me, just take that same situation and apply it to a guy because we are solving toxic relationships for everybody. Now, that being said, a toxic person will make you feel like you're the best. You know, I'll tell you you're the best. You're the nini. They, they'll overdo it. Not in the normal capacity. They'll overdo it. Now, And the purpose of this is they create a validation system between you two but they're the one validating you they overdo it so much that you seek validation from them 
So unapatanga in these toxic relationships, the toxic person atakiambia the other person anything that is contrary to what they initially thought. This other person will outrightly take back their actions. Tuseme ataka, let's say a man is toxic and manipulating their woman. Amem mweka kwa pedestal in such a way that if they take away that showering of compliments, this mama feels like she's not enough, you know. And that is a sign of a toxic relationship. And in conjunction with that, let me tell you guys a story. I read a book on this whole toxic relationship issue. I was doing some research on it. And there's a guy who's written a book. He, this guy was a pimp. And he was being asked how he managed to control human beings for more than 15 years. And you have to realize being a pimp is very bad. Manze, when you're a pimp, you're controlling someone, making them sell their body, and seeking approval from you while doing it. And, <laughs> but that's what they do. I was like, how good of a manipulator do you have to be to make someone sell themselves and feel disappointed that they didn't make you enough money like you wanted? And that happens in toxic relationships. This person is creating that relationship with you. They overshower you with compliments and attention and whatnot. So when they take it away, you definitely feel like you're missing something. And then you start craving for that. And they give it to you in bits and now they can control you. That's what the pimp used to do. And in, in line with that, there's something there's the concept of something he called the bottom bitch. And this is not me cussing out. It's actually a term. A bottom bitch is the leader of the hose. So the leader of the hose is the whole, like any prefect or hose, is the one, she's the one who will collect all the money from the rest of the hose and give it to the pimp. Sometimes I read one of those stories that sometimes one of the other chicks would make less money and then she would present that money to the pimp and he would be like, why did you make less money for me? Like, I'm sorry, I'll do better tomorrow. And then this pimp would look at the bottom bitch, yeah? And do it and tell her, deal with this. And then that chick would beat the hell out of the other one. And then, she would go back to the pimp and ask him, did I do good? Did I make you proud? And remember, this is your aggressor. That's what happens in toxic relationships. They cause you pain and then... They give you a solution of the problem they created themselves. So in Akwaniaje, you think this person is solving your problem. And then you all have seen this. You all have seen this. Unashanga mdem ako out na boywake but akona black eye. Unashanga aze. Because this person beat that that chick and then said he's sorry. I only beat beat you because I loved you. I'd like to take you out now. Just promise me you won't do it again. I won't do it again. So msichana napele kwa out na black eye. Uo msichana tu ujaribu kumambia nini ya oni. She's under the pimp effect. And that's the third signal of toxic relationship. The fourth one is kukustok na kuwa overpossessive. Kukustok hawa watu ni wale ni ile gang ya kuangalia comments zako zote kwa IG. Like they will read the comments and will go through the, the people's profiles to find out who they are. And you will have a whole argument over someone who commented love emojis on your picture, yet you don't know them. 
I've seen this shit happen. A boy of mine posts a picture and then a shorty he used to go to primary school with commented and then like all this because of a stranger decided to comment on his picture. But simply because this my nigga follows her back, it was a problem. And they they actually got into a serious argument. Na kuna kitu weird kama ujipatoko katikati ya argument ya watu wana date. Ujuangi uka aside gun. Because it's awkward. And you have to pretend after the argument is done you didn't hear shit. Watu wana kustalk. Au ni watu wenye wakupigia kulizo kwa wapi kwa nani kwa nini ujawa involve and all that. And they are over possessive. And I mean some sort of jealousy is good in a relationship. Yeah? But you don't have to overdo it. If you're a shorty and you're with your guy and you're kind of feeling like some other chick he's talking to is a threat, just go next to him. Mwambie kitu kwa masikio, it could be the most irrelevant thing that you can think of. And then ingiza mwere wako kwa jacket, toa karatasi o toa bairo, put your phone in there. You sent a message, but our watu wenye wana kujanga, hameanza kukushika, hameanza sayondo wanataka, they will want you to do everything you don't do, to, to hold their hand, talk to them, look them in the eye. That's a sign of a toxic person. Aya, number five. I'm at number. I think it's number five. Toxic people like to isolate their partners. Show me a toxic relationship that doesn't have this, by the way. And I will show you a chicken in heels. So yeah, they will isolate you. And let me explain isolation. Toxic people know. I'll give you an analogy I use. Think of yourself in a pool of mud and you're taking a shower. You will never get clean because you're in that pool of mud. Sometimes you need to get out of the pool of mud to wash up and sometimes you need to be pulled out of the pool of mud so the more of a social life you have as a person the more likely you are to be pulled out of a situation because as i was doing research for this thing most people didn't want to talk about their stories by the way they just wanted to share them but this year podcast some of them are too personal and too recent and i get that here we respect people's privacy but you realize that some of these people were like, would come into my inbox and they were like, ah, me, I've never really been in a toxic relationship, but there was this one relationship, ABCD happened. And I'm like, that is the definition of toxic. So sometimes you need someone else to show you the toxicity. And toxic people don't like that. The person who is being manipulated does not have friends per se. They've either cut off their friends, they've cut off their family. Sometimes they don't have a family. So because... The family is trying to tell them the truth and they don't want that. So they isolate you and make you think it's your idea to keep your relationship away from your family or your closest people. But it's really theirs. I've been in that situation like a nigga of mine is dating a shorty he's met maybe one month. And what day my chance are coming me spending by the way the way your friend, you and your friends hang out too much. Wait a minute. Who are you? And my boy's schedule started to change. Slowly by slowly, and these people don't like you having friends because they'll tell you, your friends will tell you, hey, Udem, Akupeleki Vizuri, Ama Uchali is not good for you, you know. So they like you to keep to keep your own life to yourself so that it takes way longer for you to get out of that situation. So, again, there is the ping pong effect. This is another one. They treat you hot and cold, you know. And the hot is when... The cold is when you don't do what they want. And then the hot is when you do exactly what they want. So again, in a tie-in with the other validation, they are pedestaling. They create a validation system where you, you realize the only way to make my person happy is to do something for them. So you end up in a position where you're always 
giving and giving and giving and giving and never getting. But the moment you real, your head tells you that I give, I have peace. So you are again being manipulated. So that's another one. Another thing, toxic people like to target history. history. If you had female, no, not female, mutual friends in between you, Taskia, the toxic person will come in now. You tell your friends we're no longer together. Tell your family we're no longer together. What they're trying to do is guilt trip you into holding on. Let me hold on for a bit. They usually love tagging at history. So, stories, and you guys will see it because part two is coming and it's coming with these stories. In this part one, me, I'll only give you a story that happened to me that is a different, kind, slightly different, but it's within the same range. Eh? You'll see all these signals manifest themselves within people's stories. People who are put on pedestals, people who are lied to, people who are for no reason at all. And finally, on and off relationship situations. Toxic. And this person is just using the fact that they know you have feelings for them to keep coming back. So, of all those things I've given you, yeah, some of them happen during, most of them happen during the relationship. You understand? Some of them, like, um, tagging at history happens when you're almost leaving the relationship now. This next one I'm going to tell you happens after we move on. This is a kind of a helper to realize that you are in a toxic situation. And this sign is a lot of things start to make sense. The red flags you ignored make sense. That's how you know that situation was toxic. And I'll give you an example. So sometime back, Kitambo, this nigga, this nigga was um uh your boy. I was dating <laughs> I was dating some girl. Very early into the relationship and things were going good. Tulikuwa bado honeymoon stage. So unajua honeymoon stage manze. That's manze sayendo akundanga mashina. I mean that's the happiest time of your relationship. Because everything is going fine. Everybody is putting their best foot forward. Everything is perfectly fine. So this akuna mashida. So she tells me. We're just making conversation. Then she tells me. Yo West by the way. If you cheated on me. I wouldn't leave you. Okay, <laughs> let me just stop you right there. First of all, red flag, I saw it, but I was like, okay, let me give her the benefit of the doubt and listen. Because most women, okay, not most women, women I associate with would not tolerate, let alone cheating itself, the thought of cheating. And of course, many people stay after they've been cheated on. It's true. But Unanzua, there is an element of, you know, acting right. But are you seeing how different a world that was for me? That's how you are, you know, you are a loyal listener. Anyway, so yes, she tells me that and I'm shocked. So I look at her clueless and I'm like, why am I being told this? And then she's like, no, I'm just making conversation. Then I'm like, okay, fine. Explain. She's like, you know, when someone cheats, it's because they're lacking something in a relationship. 
So I'm like, no, no. People cheat because they want to cheat, bruh. What do you mean? But then I'm quiet. That's my inside voice. I'm very curious to experience this new world that I am allowed or possibly allowed to cheat. Okay? So she's like, you know, what we like what we cheat because kuna kitu wana kosa kwa relationship, you know? So I was like, okay. At worst, if you cheated with me, I would know it's because you're sexually deprived. So what I would do is I'd find some time, I'd give it to you proper. I know. Niggas, stop nodding. Tulia. Najuadi mi apondo ujinga ilikuanga. Like apondo alinipata. Like a moth to the flame. But in it, we're focusing on positive energy. Yeah, una focus ile part in idea. Anyway, she says, I'd give it to you proper. And then, we'd see if you'd go back to that bitch. And I was like, well, shit. This is some real love and hip-hop Miami kind of shit. Miss Jai experience kitukai. So, like, to make it clear, you're saying if you caught me cheating, how is in you, Lisa? Of course, I'd get hurt, but I'd know it's part of it is my fault. So, fast forward to when me and this shorty broke up. Do you want to guess what broke us up? Ebu guess to where Julie is. Just guess. Give you like two seconds to guess. This shorty cheated on me. She stepped out on a nigga. Alipata mgumrefu as people like to say. <laughs> eh? And you know what the fucked up part is? This babe actually expected me to act in the same way she said she would act if she caught me cheating. So when I was like done with her, I was like, well, 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 well. Nilianza kumanipulatiwa first month their relationship. This babe did not even know if she'll ever cheat. Like she was just preparing for a situation that was gonna come just with not not with who. Like a juyata cheat na nani, but alikuashaunanaiza cheat. So she was expecting me to act the same way she said she would act if she caught me cheating. So nikwa like brah, hey the audacity, manze. Si una kwanga siu siu hey madam. Si una confidence. Ninini. Why are you so confident? And yeah, guys, like I'm telling you, it made so much sense that I was being manipulated in the first, first, first months. And I saw it and I chose to ignore it. And that was completely on me. And some of these things are completely on us, my guys. Some of, some of these things are completely on us. So yeah, guys, when, you, when you're about to move on and things start to make sense, don't say that you aren't in a toxic relationship because you aren't beaten or you aren't manipulated, you know. Namtaskia, there's a lot of things that go into toxicity, even emotional manipulation. Kwanza hawa say, like, unapata, unenda, like, ame kukosea, and then anza kwambi, I'll commit suicide. And suicide is not something people just throw around, but toxic people do to get you to stay. Kawe ni ule mtu woye woye unona like juwata mini shaigo yopo intia woye woye. You sacrifice a lot and you stay a little longer. Because you give them validation ile ya haezi ni hacha unajua. So, 
they throw that around and you will hear this in the part two part two is coming and you will hear some of these people's stories what to do and all these things i've just told you all these signals i've just told you will manifest themselves and the reason why i posted that thing and said uh, most women or some women have stockholm syndrome um, like I said, I'm a man. I'll always see it from a man's perspective in relation to women. But I have been in a situation where I have seen a woman refuse to be with a good guy for her and choose her aggressor. You see, I'm fuck up in so many ways, Yani. You can't even start to believe. I was having a conversation with one of my friends and turns out this is an actual thing. Girls will stay with with men and let me explain this. I won't go into specific details but I'll tell you this some girls will stay with a nigger who the least of the things is done to her is beat her can you imagine that like the least like yondo kitunzuri like yo enye unesema yondo iko maybe 10% they will stay with niggas who have broken, niggas who stolen from them. I know Ashori who, who, chaliaki alimuibia like, kabisa alimuachi angatu kiti na DVD. Alibaba kila kitu ingine na badu alimrudia. So, I'm telling you, you'll see this, some of these stories manifest. So, tune in for part two. And as usual, I think I'm going to end it there. I don't want to keep talking because if I do, manze, tunaiza shida tu hapa. But, manze, let's end it there. Tune in next week for part two where people tell their stories and we talk a little more about it. But it's mainly and primarily going to be stories our say. So tune into that. And uh, if you have something to say as usual, Get me on my socials. That's on Instagram. It's JWS. On Twitter, it's JWS. Wesley Jeff on Facebook. And if you have an opinion, a comment, or a critique, Manze, come into my DM. Tell me they're always welcome. And until next time, peace. Puede que no te haga falta nada.